tried uh, my best to keep him off the airwaves, but uh, Jayhawk's back this week. <laughs> I was just going to say, hello, Jayhawk. I don't know how you got back in here. Uncanceled. <laughs> well, here's the thing you people, here's the thing everybody forget. Uh, it's actually my signature on your paycheck. So you kind of had to let me back. <laughs> Wait, we're getting paid? <laughs> I was wondering. We're getting what, checks? I was wondering if Marcy was going to find out. Yeah, it's for like three cents, though. So it's, it's... <laughs> this three cents add up. I could have like had maybe a half a coffee. I got... Oh, that depends on where you go. If you went to Starbucks, like maybe a quarter of a coffee. Starbucks is gross. I can't drink that shit at all. Ew. Eight dollars so for a cup. Eight, eight dollars for a cup of coffee, and yeah, and you have to mask it with like every sweetening agent known to man. Yeah, I can't. I, I drink that... coffee black. I can't do it. That apple crisp be hidden though. Oh, that stuff is. And Marcy, for you of all people. That that's diabetes in a in a can right there. You don't need yeah, that. Yeah, I lost a hundred pounds, so I can have one every so often. Every so often, stay stay away from as far away from that as possible. Gross. I went don't to. Tell, don't yeah, tell me that live my life. <laughs> I'm just looking out for you as a friend. I think you're just being a snob about your coffee. That's all. <laughs> I I will drink mud from the sewer if I could drink it black. I just cannot stand Starbucks. I think it is vile. Anyway, coffee in general is vile. So it's tasty. If you get a good one after a dinner, it's really delicious to just like, you know, make your day a little bit better after you have a really big filling dinner. It's delicious. Hey, it's coffee talk. It's gross. (laughs) I went to I went to a water park this weekend. I was in a a, for for three days. We went to this place called Cartwright in Monticello, and I got to ride all these crazy uh, uh, water slides. The ones that drop you down like 10 feet and you're in like a raft. And like the two person ride, my wife was screaming like an absolute maniac. And I'm like, it's just a water slide. You got to calm down. My daughter and her friend must have went on the same slides about 60 times. I don't know how they didn't pass out at night, but it was a lot of fun. I highly recommend if anybody likes to slide, water parks are the best. Yeah, I, I, At my age, I'm a lazy river kind of guy. So. Oh, I did the lazy river. That was so much fun. But there were so many people. And, they, and every time you came around the lazy river, you had to give up your raft. So people were like fighting over the raft. So I just stayed in mine and just kept going around a bunch of times. But it didn't feel very lazy. It felt very hectic, very hectic river. That sounds like rich people problems. I can't <laughs> afford to go to a fucking water park. Can't can't relate. Work <laughs> until I fucking die. That's, that's just for the kids. To me. You know, for the kids makes them. Happy. I want to know where like once you have a kid, you magically have more money to do things because yeah, is that the opposite? No, it's you have less. To be the you, you do everything on credit. You have less. Everything gets. Everything goes on credit. Who the fuck has credit? Yeah. What? The, what is? No, that's that's a thing that was invented in 1989. That doesn't. I spend my really life exist. building up my credit so I can waste it all as I get older and never have to pay it back. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, by the way, check out these shorts I got from Stash Pages. Look at these. Aren't these rad? They have and they have this embroidered um scorpion logo on him too so cool i forgot to show you showing off his thigh tattoo right like (laughs) nobody knew he had i think that that was the point of that he wanted to show i got a a golf bag tattooed to my thigh for my dad when he passed away yeah okay yeah it's it's the best i wish i had more add that to the list i mean it's not a cool looking at you gotta add to the the tramp stamp on the back and get some like the the t-rex that he got on there now on his arm <laughs> T-Rex. Yeah, think, like yeah. the Rock has a big T-Rex on no, his arm or whatever. No, that's now. Kevin Owens. No, the Rock's is like a uh, is that is that um bull skull that he did. He changed it to like a skull on the other side like a bigger Brahma bull that's supposed to be like more of like a uh Texas 
Longhorn or whatever that's supposed to look more realistic. I think yeah, you should yeah, just the, have the T Rex bowl. <laughs> you should just have flames coming out of the tramp stamp bowl. <laughs> I don't know the cool looking at that Terry Funk tattoo Magnum PK got though, dude. Yeah, but you know what? That that thing is so awesome. But I could never, you know, he has every right to go ahead and do that as a talent in the business who had meant something to him. If I came with a Terry Funk uh, tattoo like that, people would be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Let's get Dom's face tattooed on your back real big. Him yelling. <laughs> That'd be great. But the- and then Stan would throw a fit and we'd have like an eight minute voicemail about. I don't. Stan might like. Might I'm going like to put, put a picture of Dom. That over might be my the heart. trick to getting Stan to like you is just put Dom's face on your back. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to put um, a picture of Dom over my heart. Like right there. Yeah. yeah like where Cody perfect. has a picture of the, has the word dream. I'm going to have a picture of Dom's face and his my nipple is going to be his nose. Yes, yes, it'll be perfect. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I think Dom will approve of that. Well, <laughs> you have to have it done before Hell on Earth. You got to show it to him at Hell on Earth. Uh, I have a little bit get of time. I have about six weeks to plan to get a Dom Greeny face on my chest, and then hopefully your, he'll like it. A Dom Greeny tattoo on your titty. <laughs> I'm going to see him next next Sunday. He might actually leave his handprint on my chest if, if all goes probably the right way for him. You never know. Maybe you should get the handprint on your chest and then tattoo that. Oh, that would be dope. Like, just, yeah, like where, wherever he hits me across the upper neck and chest. Yeah. So, Dom, you have to hit him really hard because it has to last for a while so he can get it, like, actually tattooed on. So just as hard as you can, please. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. I don't. I, guess... I think it's the best idea ever. <laughs> it's, it's either that or, film it for the you, that or he gives you a Kenta Kabashi neck chop. One of the two. Oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of holding, like thinking, uh, like, oh, like, I'm, I've been thinking about that. Like, is he going to hurt me? I'm not sure yet, but there's so much wrestling next weekend that for me, that like, uh, I'm going to end up seeing God knows what. And la- this Friday, by the way, I went to the Creative Pro School for their TV, their YouTube taping, which was very cool. CPA was there, Bobby Orlando, a bunch of their guys. It was, that was a lot of fun. There was only like 60 people in a warehouse where their school is. That was very cool. Um, next Friday, I forgot, by the way, next Friday is their show, their Halloween show, and it's Sabu, who's the third guy. It's Statlander, Moose, and Sabu are the people they have on the show. Two at, One out of three ain't bad, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, like we already talked about, you're not going to – you probably won't remember that you took a giant shit in his well, but, uh, well, so, so here's what I was going to say. For the, for the Patreon um, – um, could I could I film me going to Sabu? Do you remember me from when we hung out? You know that whole time, and how much you know? Can we all bet that he says no? If you want to, that'd be great. We, we always need I, more Patreon content. I like how we're just discussing our Patreon plans live on the podcast. Well, <laughs> we can get we can, get we can get the live feedback or do our patrons want to get? Well, people that aren't currently patron become patron if they get the content. Yeah. I, I like I like I like pitballing on the air. What's like coming? That. Yeah, let's tell them what's coming. Live market research, baby. Oh, boy. It's well, IW Guide. You beat me to it. I tried making the joke earlier. No one caught on. So whatever. I'm Marcy. Jay Gold. Jay Hawk. I'm a sloppy Conrad Thompson looking motherfucker named Charlie Butters. But we <laughs> love you anyways. Yeah. Kind of. Maybe a little bit. All right. Go chat me up, Butter. Who who called you that for you to make that reference? <laughs> Uh, this dork was like arguing with Effie and uh, I made fun of him and he decided that that was like his best way to like get back at me was to make fun of me. And it made me laugh even harder because, uh, it just, 
it just it really cracked me up that he called me uh a conrad thompson looking neckbeard motherfucker i mean if you had hair it wouldn't be that inaccurate and it's not a neckbeard you have a full beard i i really wish uh, i had conrad thompson's money <laughs> uh that's i mean that's the that's the funny thing to me is that i'm just a sloppy version of him i guess but it's definitely not a neckbeard though butters oh who did you see wearing the production iw guide shirt on uh, uh i don't know just Saturday a random night. person wow i don't remember seeing a check for that i think it was one of the five that sold you know huh it was just cool to see uh they uh they laughed when i pointed it out. i was like you're wearing my shirt and he didn't go and the, he didn't go you're charlie butters from the show that i listened to or it was just i bought this on a whim he probably bought it because cool. of Derek and ziggy right 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 <laughs> i don't know who the fuck you are <laughs> I had the, had the iwtv fucking in the blood though and i'm like ah see that's that's there's all kinds of little hints in there that that's from us so yeah you know what i'm getting my iw uh iw guide uh uh belt big gold belt uh zip sweatshirt on thursday it's coming so i'll have it for the weekend when i go to create a pro and uh and to de- in deadlock pro yeah I, mine should be coming soon too i ordered it on friday so nice so what's on what are we doing <laughs> what are we doing today what's on this Okay, I'm going to be flat out here. I am not going through every single show that Fight had this week, but there are a lot. Oh, there's a lot this week, huh? They're, oh, there, yeah. That GKW's got their world tour going on. So, though, at, by the time this dropped, they'll have done Tokyo yesterday. They're doing the world on GKW Thursday morning at 6 a.m. in Tokyo. Oh, our yeah. buddy Nick Carp is on the plane right now going to uh, Japan. I'm looking at I'm look there's, there's shows in Australia this week. Uh, World Series Wrestling is in the middle of their of their show of their tours. It's kick show. Go so Thursday and Friday are their last two shows of that tour. And that Matt Cardona, Steph Delander, Sean Spears, and a lot more on those shows. Future Stars and Wrestling in Vegas had their high octane show on Saturday. At, at uh, uh, MLW got a show on fight eight o'clock on Saturday. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There is a lot of freaking wrestling on fight this weekend so if you have a fight plus subscription check out their schedule there's no possible way you cannot find a uh, a show you want to see this week gkw back in the state that, that there sounds in Los like Angeles. a challenge to jay gold who can barely function that that site uh their app so i think <laughs> he may be able to not find something to watch right i'm sure i i'm sure i'll find some not something but i'll be busy all weekend anyway so We'll have to catch up another time with what's on fight. G- GKW on Saturday in Los Angeles. Joey Janelle against Cantana Jack and Violent and Forever against Lopez Kiko announced for that show. There, there's a ton of wrestling on fight this week. If I, went, if I were to go over every single show on fight this week, we'd be here until Friday. I'm not doing it. Yeah, you can all figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Except Jay Gold. He can't figure it out. Except <laughs> me. Because it's confusing my small brain. <laughs> All right, over on IWTV, it's a very busy Saturday. Uh, 3 p.m. Central Time, Ruthless Pro Wrestling presents Devil's Night to Urban Harvest. Uh, 6 p.m. Central Time, Dreamwave presents Follow Your Heart. At 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Blitzpeak Pro presents Fall Children 23. And then at 8 p.m. Central Time, ICW No Holds Barred presents Deathmatch Horror Story Chicago. Hmm. 
Hey, you know what we forgot to do is shout outs. Let's oh, shout them out now then. We're switching it around. Zach, Chris, Andrew, and Brock. And of course, special shout out to Patty. Hi, Hi Patty. Patty. We got a picture with Patty. Yeah, we did. And that's uh, a good one. We were informed that uh there was a a wrestler, a new trainee to the AAW school who would not take a photo with her. No. And uh yeah, she wouldn't tell me who because that person will probably not want to be there anymore. Uh because that's the that's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Oh my god, what? Yeah. Yeah. People want to know who it is too. She wouldn't tell me. What the fuck? What? Mm-hmm. Speaking How of, dare you, know, you. you know who else Whoever wouldn't take is. a photo with uh Patty? Wouldn't get in a group photo with Patty? Jayhawk? Jayhawk's wife. Oh. Yeah. Jayhawk. I, I'm I'm not going to defend her. I will say that she never does had never had like getting her picture taken. I knew it was her first day IW show because she doesn't know Patty from anybody. So I go, so I I get it in that in that aspect, but I was practically begging her to get in the fucking picture. I'm trying to I'm trying to tell her how important it was without telling her how important it was, and she wouldn't fucking do it. So I'm not defending her. Oh my god, what is happening in this world? Oh yeah, Lord. so uh, I had like, a, I had a fight to get my wife to take a picture with me at the show. I mean, she that's, me all that's the time. reasonable. That's, that's reasonable. Yeah, I well, wouldn't want to take a both. photo with you either. Fuck you both. <laughs> uh. Just, 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 for, just for that, butter. I'm giving Mark your three cents for this show. Yeah, Marcy gets part of that paycheck now. Uh, I am watching Goldie. I think she's trying to find a spider right now. She's checking oh, it out. The new mascot for the for the show. Yeah, I'm gonna do like that. Remember that Deftones logo with the meowing cat on it? I'm gonna do that, but it's gonna be the IW guy logo, and it's the cat's gonna have headphones on. It's gonna be great. Sweet. Oh, so and also to, to make everybody to a give cat, everybody you say. Yeah, not a, a dog. Yeah, not a dog. Not a dog. We're not fans of we're not fans of dogs on this podcast. I can tell I'm not wanted here. How <laughs> <laughs> can I speak for yourself? I like dogs. We know. We know too. We no, know dogs. Fuck you, brother. We know, brother. Why did you do it? Why did you even I, give it to I, him? I, I gave him a cough ball. I you did. Thinking. You literally teed it up for him, and now you made him all excited for himself. Now look at him. He's so happy. Don't make me hit you with my Mikado Tanaka autograph chair. IW Guide presents another absolute intense wrestling review. All right. Oh, this past Saturday, AIW presented Boogie Night from the Tadmore Shrine in Akron, Ohio. It streamed live on Fight Plus. The replay is there now. Check it out if you have not already. And three of us were there. Mark, you showed up. I can comply. Mars was talking about it all day on text. And all of a sudden, I saw Marcy in the crowd standing with Ed during the boogeyman coming out. I might, I might have had access to a vehicle. Look at that. Bitch can drive, believe it or not. I was, I was, uh, I put it on for a bit. I had some time to put it on uh, to, to kind of just quickly look at how everyone was doing and everything. I, in between sliding in, uh, in the, at the water park. But uh, I caught it this today. I finished the whole thing today to watch it. And uh, I was very jealous I wasn't there because I really do like Akron. I love that venue. It's like the easiest place to watch wrestling. And then to go into the bar and watch it on the TV and come back out. It just is such a fun, like a fair and fun place to watch it. It's a, it's a very fun venue. Um, I had a lot of fun. I returned to ringside for the show because I had to see Ultima Dragon wrestle yeah. live. And uh, 
I, I had some some real fun with some of the uh, the chants we got going on and uh, some of the matches. It was it was really fun. Wait, so let me ask you, did you watch the replay at all or um, any of it? I did not. Okay. I'm going off pure memory from the show because I actually paid quite a bit of attention to it. So So that was going to ask you. So, Butters, you got your picture with Ultimo Dragon. Jayhawk, Marcy, you didn't do any of the meet and greets? I did Ultimo Dragon. Oh, you did too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I thought about it, but then I remembered I'm a broke bitch. That's okay. But how was Ultimo Dragon? Is he a nice guy? Is he humble? He is just a very nice little 65-year-old Japanese man. He is, right? How old is he? 65? No, he isn't. I don't think he's that old. I'll check it real quick. I don't think he's that old. Uh, Something like that. (laughs) He's he's been around forever. He's been around forever. He invented the Asai Moonsault. I mean, he's he's been around for a long time, yeah. You got the number backwards. You know what? That's not even that bad. I mean, and and he's been around like as long as Sting. Sting is what, 62? So... I mean, he looks terrific when he came out, but we'll talk about that. But that, I mean, he looked terrific. Yeah, it looked yeah, like it was, looked, believe, Dragon, believe Dragon it started not. in uh, 1987, so he was 18 when he started. Holy younger shit. than the younger than our other guest of the show, the Boogeyman. Really? How old is the Boogeyman? 59. My God, he looks terrific. Yes, he's ja- he's the most jacked, like older person I've ever seen. He's got he's doing all whatever the Rock is doing. The Boogeyman is doing him. He eats all them worms. They keep them pure protein. I'm telling you, I still can't understand. And we'll we'll talk about. It. I have no fucking idea how that dude continues to eat live worms. His poops have got to be absolutely vile the next day. I mean, I just I can't even I can't even fathom what that's like the next morning. Yuck. Like eating any other meat, I guess. I I don't know. He's not really chewing it. Crawlers, ninety dollars worth of Canadian night crawlers. Yeah, he's also. Why did they have to be Canadian? That's I guess that's Probably what he likes to eat. What's tastier? I guess he uh, he would know. He would. He would. If yeah. anyone in wrestling would know which worms are the worms to get, it would be the boogeyman. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I it, disgusting. Anyway, sorry, Jayhawk. Lead us off. Fine. All right. So obviously, I don't expect Jay Gold to participate in this one, but we did have a pre-show match. Pretty boy, smooth. Brian Clark and Tyken Rick and Kid Von England again. Nitsky Nash, Nagarkia, Alex Melee, and Hendrick Hawkins doing whatever the fuck that new gimmick is. I don't get it. Apparently nobody else does either. I, I was confused when I saw it on, on social media. I'm I'm hoping that it has time to flesh itself out. Um, but um I'm not sure either myself where he was going. But you guys saw him wrestle. What does he come out as? What does he wear? It's like um like boots and uh like a uh, khaki pants, and he has like uh this like um african mask and then he takes it off and he has like uh some like face paint on kind of like boogeyman oh he's like a spooky golger what i came off like but huh okay i mean i guess if this is the month to debut it it's yeah the spooky month yeah (laughs) i it's yeah he knows what he wants to do with it it needs promo or something to flesh out that'll be fine it's it's indie wrestling it'll be all right the the real problem was the end of the match (laughs) Who was he against again? I'm sorry. I, I I zoned for a second. Pay attention. God damn it. Sorry, sorry. Eight-man tag. Nipsey Nash, Hendrick Hawkins, Gay Garcia, and Alex Melee. And Pretty Boy Smooth, Brian Clark, and Tyken Riggs, and Kid Von England. All right. Okay, sorry. So so who won? Pretty Boy Smooth. Okay. that's That should be that way. I like that. Yeah, like Hendrick, Hendrick's like, I don't know what he was thinking. He like got up and like ran across the ring like he was going to break up the count and then he just like kneeled back down and stood there and watched him get pinned it was weird 
Like you watch oh, this guy get pinned. Huh. Yeah. 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 Really awkward finish. I'm not going to say too much about this match. I, it was really clunky in spots. I'm, I'm, I'm grading it on a curve. Half the, half the guy have a year or lack of experience. I mean, the second or third match for company guy. So I'm not going to be too overly critical of it. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was not a good match. It was probably it was the one match I would say wasn't good on the show. And it, it just, was probably Sid Vaughn England's fault the most, though. Let's just blame him. Let's oh. just, you can't do that to Sid. I like Sid. I like so, that's, so do I. That's why I was blaming him. Because I know I'm sure he listens and he'll 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 be thankful for it. He'll be I feel bad he had the team with Titan Rig, but he's still mad about having to lose to him a few shows ago. But he's where he's wearing he's not wearing his like normal outfit again. He's wearing like the weird spandex that makes his balls look really weird. So <laughs> uh but, the, but he's got the he's got the polo to go with it though. I like yeah, the polo, like, oh, and spandex. polo with a singlet and the singlet like just makes his junk look weird. <laughs> so that's what everybody focuses on. D- does everyone focus on it or is it just you, Butters? I, I think it's just, just you, Butters. It's not just me because I'm not even the one that mentions it when it gets when it happens. It's other <laughs> You're people just that do. Now, now oh, but it's because other people mentioned it, and then once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> Nobody on this panel got anything about his bulk until you did. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me tonight, but it just works for Sid. <laughs> we're so, Sid. We're sorry if we made you feel uncomfortable. I'm by very sorry. Balls. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't bring it, it, it wasn't respectful ball talk. It was, <laughs> it was not it was respectful. Dis- <laughs> it was very disrespectful ball talk. <laughs> We only allow respectful hog and ball talk here, okay? No, I think, I think it's respectful hog talk, but I think it's disrespectful ball talk. You can yeah, get, just do yeah. whatever because they're balls. Yeah. The balls right. are weird, so still weird yeah. to talk if, about. If you got a weird sack, you know, have that shit, bro. Yeah, just... all right. Yeah, Jayhawk, what's what? What? what <laughs> how the show start? <laughs> uh, with butter objecting over somebody ball, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's just sitting in the front row looking around to see if someone will talk about Sid's balls the whole time. He's lying like, in wait like the pervert you are, Butters. I mean, they're, they're the person that really had to talk about it was in the second row behind me. So, <laughs> The opening match of the main card. Yeah. One didn't, of feature any, didn't feature any balls. So. No more ball talk until, yeah, until later on in the show. Yep. It one did feature our- a Bagger Engine song, though. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it did. Our uh, one of our guests, Gaia Brookkai, taking on the queen of the Cobra Green, Katie Arquette, accompanied by Derek Dillinger. Who's a dick. Why? I like Derek's promo he, where he talked he, about people weren't ready for this change. People were not heart. ready. He, I, I was I was in line for for Ultima Dragon and Derek came out and I was yelling at him. I called him a motherfucker and I was like, you broke my heart, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was like all for a fucking entrance song. And he's like, I'm not using that song. I'm like, I don't care. I'm, I am I heart, you bastard. <laughs> I am all for the Derek change. I love it. I love how angry everybody is. They're, everyone's so angry. And I no, like everybody else uh, that I was sitting with Pam and everybody loved it. I was like, no, I'm mad at him. I kept yelling at him that he sucked the whole night. Oh, you can't do that. He's a very well-respected guest of the show. He knows uh, I'm fucking with him. It's, it's, it's how it's supposed to be. He's a bad guy now, like a real genuine bad guy. We were friends with Ziggy and he beat her up. So we got to be yep. mad at him. All right. Okay. Hey, Keith, so. hey, Keith, Derek flat out told me you should be booing me now. And I'm like, I can't do it. I'm yeah, I can't. I can. It. It's very easy. He, like I said, he broke my heart. 
gotta i gotta i like that zaya brookside music that she came out to i thought that was very pixie-ish and very like uh um, zaya brookside is gorgeous in person Uh like oh my god she is she's a gorgeous lady and she can wrestle too well, she has that. She has some of that NXT UK. If that was a real place under it's her, it's not a real place. Uh, <laughs> we, we had this argument. This is right. uh, earlier. No, you had the argument with her. Wasn't real. No, you, like somebody mentioned that. Yeah, she was. She was in WWE, but it was she lived in NXT UK, and I said that's not a real place. That she didn't live. Don't anywhere. you wish Ed uh, went up to her and had the conversation? Like, you know, is is NXT UK real? Like, I wish that conversation was on tape. But yeah, I thought the match was good, and I really like Katie Arquette in this role. I want to see her play off more of like when she calls herself the leading lady, play off more of it. Like be a little bit more arrogant, be a little bit more like almost like Tony um, Storm. Take, <laughs> yeah, no, take a little bit of it. Don't be that because she's not Tony Storm's more of like playing off like a washed up um, former Grace, you know, former Good Grace actress. Katie Arquette's supposed to be like gritty, but turn, but come out and be like. You know, like, bitch, I was in all seven screen films and I'm the only one who survived, you know, shit like that. Like, I put down Michael Myers, something, but I wanted to be a little more confident and more actressy because Derek is the director and he's always been that way and he has that aura. So I want to see her do more of that. But I, I like her in the ring and I like her with Derek a lot. She lost the women's title in a match later on. What? <laughs> Told you it was a wild night, man. Uh, next. Help me out, Jay Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Arquette gets the win. We go from there. Tag team action. The team formerly known as the Bang Bro, August Matthew and Davey Bang, taking on member Goldley. Yeah, you Steve can Google int- them now. Yeah, yeah. Steve Guy introduced them underneath some name, and I didn't catch it. So. It's just uh, Bang and Matthews. And I, By the way, I both mean, teams. Bang is still in the name. So, like, how Google is that a real word? Is it actually? I don't know. Why don't you find out right now, live on air? Let's go. Both teams, by the way, one member with the boxing shorts, another member with the long trunks. But um, I thought it was, I thought this match was probably one of my favorite of the night. I like how far members only have come. Holy shit, have they come a long way. But I also, you got to give a lot of credit to to the Bang Bros or whatever they're calling, Bang and Matthews or whatever. uh, They're they're awesome. They do some crazy shit. They are so good, uh, and mm-hmm. they work so well with members only. This match, I, I as I was getting ready to to start, uh, well, while they were making their entrances, I went and got food, and I got uh, I got uh, cheese sticks, I got uh, cheese fries. You got high cholesterol from the cheese no. sticks, uh, yeah, probably, and it had bacon <laughs> on it that was uncrunched, so it was just like strips of bacon, and then yep. I got a sausage sandwich with uh, peppers and onions. It was really good. So not nice. to interrupt this important conversation, but you should not still not Google Bang and Matthews, but not for the reason you think. Uh, <laughs> a good chunk of the results are Dave Matthews Band. I think that's just uh, geared towards you and your love for Dave Matthews Band and the song Crash. I love Dave Matthews. I just look, I had my face when Chikara was around. I really liked the colony. And I guess that's just haunting me now. Bam, 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 bam. I like the Matthews. I like them a lot. My first concert. I got mothers to break. Nailed it. No, you didn't get me to break. <laughs> fucking Josh got me to break. Fucking singing Dave Matthews. Nope, right. I'm taking credit for it. I started it. God. Just got the episode banned from YouTube. Yeah, Josh, that's fine. Oh, like Lord. we haven't put up an episode in like months for YouTube. <laughs> I kind of stops. No, I stopped sending him to Marcy. Oh. It wasn't doing anything, and we're like we're super impossible to find on there. Like 
every search just didn't didn't even bring us up like even like a straight up search for our name didn't bring us up it was ridiculous we're gonna refigure a couple things they do some something specifically for the youtube yeah i specifically want to bring back like a video format with uh like the outline like how they have it for uh uh deadlock and then like with that kind of stuff when we have our guests and stuff like that Hmm. so we'll do something with that maybe down the road it's it's uh you know now that we're the money's flowing well this right. cat is all over the fucking place tonight i swear to god quit fucking up all our right, broadcast focus. orange we're cat. reviewing a show yeah all right yeah all right remember only getting the win we finally got around to that we go to i'd like fr- to see them wrestle again this a is well a well-deserved win yeah yeah i like this yeah i like to see both teams wrestle again they're they're good together I like perfect to see- styles perfect spot on the card for this match and i am very proud of members only those guys are, are really starting to come around. I, I need to see more from them to be considered, uh, uh, you know, real credible challengers to the tag titles. But um, there's a lot of matches out there for them that I think they're ready to have. So Stan has seen a lot of them mm-hmm. in his mind's eye naked. Yep. Oh, Lord. Yep. All right. From there, we have our first championship match of the evening. The intent champion, Wes Barkley, defending the championship against Austin James. Austin James finally figured out how to use a fucking baseball bat. He go can take wet out, uh, leg out early before the bell even start. Fantastic. But, but Keep Wes it up. has I like magic. West has magic knees though, because like you can't Tanya Harding him. Yeah, he he worked <laughs> on him for like a good couple minutes, and then magically Wes's knees stopped hurting, and he was just able to hit every move and base off his legs like nothing was wrong and run and everything. It was amazing. I couldn't fucking believe it. Too harsh. It's the truth. Watch the fucking match. I did. I just I'm like, it. what the fuck is this? He worked over his knee for fucking five minutes. Now all of a sudden he can just start fucking running on it that he couldn't run on it before. Fucking basin moves off of it to throw him up in the air and do all kinds of shit. No, he, he didn't fucking he we forgot that his fucking knee was hurt. It's adrenaline. It's he adrenaline. fucking put on a figure four. He was the one with the hurt knee and he put on a figure four. Please tell me how that makes sense. Make it make sense, Josh. Make it make you're, sense. You're a little fired up. Let's uh, let's tone it. Let's dial it back a tad. If you still have that fill clip on the count board, now be a good time to hit that. I don't. I took it off because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put something else on it. And I, I, I'm proud of uh, of uh, Mr. James there, the uh, this the 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 softball bully fella. I'm proud of him. He's doing. He's he's moving I'm, up. Yeah, he's... I'm happy. He he did what he did at the beginning, and he's he's growing. But like that. <sighs> The fuck was the point of all that? It was so stupid. You don't need to work blue butters. We can we can talk about it without swearing. <laughs> and then the match is over, and Wes takes 19 minutes to get to the back. Just go to the back, you hot. Listen, maybe they were setting something spotlight up. Spotlight hog? No, he's a spotlight hog. Oh boy, it took him nine minutes to get to the back because his knee was finally starting to hurt yeah, him again. Thank he had you. Sure, to sure, yeah. Thank that's you, why he was walking normal, yes. talking to every single fan. Oh. Because he's a fan hands. favorite. That's what you do. Anyway. No. Anyway, good. Fun match. I was fine with it. Mr. Butters has an issue with all that stuff on, on just that match, so I'm okay. Yeah, it's called don't sell your knee for five fucking minutes, then magically it's better. That's not how that it's works. Angry. Angry. Anyway. Because hey, Hawk. <laughs> just don't fucking do it. If it's not gonna fucking matter in the long run, then don't fucking sell it. It's pretty fucking simple. With Barkley retained, we go from there. Pick man scramble. This was a lot of fun. Dex Royal, K. Arcadia, Shelby Wilder, Tyler Jordan, Coda Hernandez, and Vic Vice. 
Not Tyler, Vice. Tyler Jordan is just fucking yeah. Well, Vic Vice was, 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 re- was replaced. By, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Colin Delaney, Colin Delaney. Who whooped my ass fantasy football this week. So if I if I could say Colin something Delaney. about putting Colin Delaney in a match, could not have done something smarter if you even tried. That's oh, the dude, smartest I, thing. If you, watching that match, you can tell how it was laid out. That it was it was all him. Like you yeah, could oh, tell, yeah. like he laid that out so perfectly. Everybody got their shit in. Tyler Jordan looked like a million bucks. That dude is so he's a freak athlete. He's so fucking impressive. Dex, right? Royal, Dex Royal is my favorite. He's my favorite out of that whole group right there. Just Tyler just Jordan as as, and uh, Shelby Wilder. Shelby Wilder is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, I, I love like his. Dude. What does he do that almost like a, a coffin drop? He he did um, his like, what was it like a Darby Allen type of dive? And I like Shelby's uh, gear the best out of all the young guys that just started. His mm-hmm. gear is probably the most on point. He might it might just be because he's worked other places, you know, non-canon, mm-hmm. but he just knows how to present himself out there. That giant poncho is terrific. <laughs> yeah, dude, I but uh yeah, uh Tyler Jordan, dude, like he impressed me the most. He did a jump to the top rope and grab somebody and hit a move off of it. Like he he was on his Kurt Angle shit. Like he was fucking firing. And I'm like, all right, I see this kid's got something he's he's very impressive he's a freak athlete he's definitely the one that's impressed me the most out of everybody i love shelby he's my number one but but right behind him is tyler jordan who's just super impressive to me uh k arcadia i'm i've i want to see more his gear and stuff i like i kind of like what he's doing with a gimmick but i want to see more to kind of really flesh it out but uh, yeah, fucking Tyler Jordan just really impressed me. Dex Royal's really good too. He's crazy with all the stuff he hits. He's one of those rare diamonds that you find it like randomly that's just like showing up and showing out. So that's awesome. He's unbelievable. He's and, unbelievable. That kid. I mean, every time he was getting ready to do something, first of all, the crowd ate it up. And all those guys, I'm, I have no knocks on any of them. I love what Colin Delaney did for that match. And I, you know, there was only one small gripe and i always think of jayhawk when it happens there was a lot of parts in the beginning where they where there was only two guys in the ring so you had two guys getting stuff in and then everybody else was laying outside i'm a little more lenient with it in scramble matches though be it technically they're only supposed to be two in the ring that they never follow the rule right so i i i, I kind of let that go on with, with a scramble match like this and as fast paced as it is you really don't even super notice because usually by the time somebody else gets knocked out they're not waiting very long before somebody else is coming in and they're starting a new sequence so it just it keep it, it flows well like aiw gets these to to flow well and i think colin delaney had a lot to do with that yeah. and uh he uh he got his stuff in and he worked well with everybody and i think he is one of those guys that you want to have one of those vets that you want to have work with the young guys as much as possible because he can really just up their game in ways that i think other people don't know how to do for young guys so yeah yeah no doubt and i i thought it was just a well executed scramble and of course it was because it's aiw so i have no issues with it mm-hmm. hey- and you have just that little bit of comedy with Colin taking the dive and then like going up one rope at a time and taking it and going back down one rope at a time and taking and finally getting knocked off the apron. Yeah. So fucking great. <laughs> yeah. And it was well, Tyler Jordan getting the win, remaining undefeated. With a frog splash that damn near took out the referee and he turned in midair like RVD used to. Now, yeah, if he can get, I, go a long way. If he can get RVD cell down too when he lands it, I think it'd be even cooler. But I, I, I think he fucking he nailed it. It looked beautiful, so I dig yep. it. Yep. If you're gonna do it, you better have hops. If you're gonna do a move like that, and he, he, he has hops. That was good stuff. 
Yeah, he's very impressive. He's he's like a 2005 creator wrestler for from WWE SmackDown. It's true. Yeah, he's he just, has like all the so moves. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. cool. Yep. Keep it up. Keep it up if you're listening. Keep it up. It's excellent. Shelby, you too. Yep. Every, everybody, you guys all did great. All the students Shelby, did great. Shelby, I, I can't wait you, but, to, <laughs> Shelby, I can't I love wait you, to have no you all accent. on. Shelby, no more accent. But if you do no, keep the accent, here's the thing. If you keep the accent, when you come on to do fresh meat, you better fucking use the accent the entire time. So he's going to be uh, on a <laughs> quickie with Marcy probably before he does the other thing. He's he specifically requested yes he asked about about it it. i didn't have the i didn't have the speakers with me because i didn't go to my uh my old apartment before i came to the show i was running late and i forgot my ultimo figure and i'd turn around and go back and get him so i could get my figure signed so uh yeah so but yeah all the students like that i can't wait to have them on in in january and february it's going to be a really great class uh hopefully none of them uh try to big time us like uh last year by the way, Shelby, you remember what Eddie Eddie Kingston said to me one night at Nax when he, he was looking at uh I keep forgetting his name. What was the kid the guy who does the Amish gimmick and we all love him? Levi Everett? Yeah. Yeah. So I said to Eddie, I was like, this guy comes in and he's still wearing the Amish stuff, right? And Eddie looks over at the bar and he looks at me and he goes, Bro, if you're gonna be Amish, be fucking Amish. So and listen, Shelby, if you're gonna have the accent, use the fucking accent. That's all I want. <laughs> Dude, his promo was so fucking good, though. Tell me it's it wasn't. great. It, of course it is. Had, I just like messing around. Pedro appearance in it. Oh, it was no, the I best. loved it. Don't get me wrong. I, I loved it. I have no problems with it. I just like messing there around was, with it. This, this show had some like really good promos that just like snuck under. Like that was really good. And fucking Magnum's promo was so fucking good. <laughs> oh, my God. And I talked There's... to him about that promo, too. I will talk about it some more uh, next month because I'm going to announce it right here. Magnum is coming to IW Guide in November. Yeah, boy. It's my dream. My dr- Magnum CK will be here first week of November. We're going to have the, the last three weeks coming up are going to go really, we're going big. So everyone's going to, I hope everyone enjoys it. Yeah, I was teasing uh, some of the people at the show. I was telling them who we had coming up and they're very excited for it. So yeah, uh, that'll officially be announced uh, after this airs. I will announce next week's guest. Yep. And uh, I still haven't gotten the graphic from the guest after that because he is a we'll he's a picky guy. So we'll get it. Um, just a little hint at who it might be. I might have already said it even, but if not, he's a picky guy. Uh, anyway, what's next? Go so, up next is Brian Karkin coming out to cut a promo. Oh yeah, this super long winded like segment to go into uh fucking break. Yeah. But the the payoff at the end. Yeah, everyone was really mad at him. And I was the only thing in my head was where is cool ass Andy to stop this? That's the first thing that went through my head. Carson asked what a bluey (laughs) is. And I said that if you have to ask, then you never you don't have enough money for one. Uh, And if he he seems like the type of guy that has never received a bluey. So, you know. But we get this long-winded promo. Cool ass Andy Doug eventually come out to interrupt. Cool ass Andy, and I love the way Alberti talks about him. I it was so I, fucking who, funny. Uh, if you guys listen to it on on the broadcast, the way that Dustin talks about Cool ass Andy is so good. It's so good. I love that skull shirt. 
That that's outstanding. I think he got that at like in nineteen in two thousand and two at the Ed Hardy store, the UFC shop. The uh the one thing that Carson said about uh him wearing a kanga hat and like the latin grammys like he thought it was a super deep cut but you could tell he tried way too hard on that joke he had to have looked it up to see what he was talking about and if he knows what he was talking about and he said that he's just even worse because that's just horrible and then we got ricky martin chant because of cool ass andy yeah but then eventually lead into brian Clark and attacking Kolak andy and the boogeyman coming out and he walked right past young Ed and Marky, and I've never seen Ed happier in my life. I was the so highlight cool. of the highlight of the night, honestly. The two of them together, Ed and Marcy standing there, the big smiles on their faces as the boogeyman goes by them was so good. It was so good. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I know Ed was just there. Could not have been a happier boy in life than Ed that that night. I actually asked during the intermission how much of bringing the boogeyman in, what he thought he would draw a crowd, and how much was just to get Ed to shut up. And he goes, "Oh, I would never do anything for Ed." <laughs> well, I don't believe honest. that. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe that. I also, also don't, um, I, I don't believe him because if you listen to things I asked for on this podcast, I asked for Ultimo Dragon to come back, and I said how cool that would be. He came back, and I asked for Kenta Kabashi for Hell on Earth. We got Kenta instead, which is just as good because he can wrestle still, at least. That's, that's true. So he listens. Uh, no matter what he says, he listens to us when we say we want things. So I'm sure I, his I, number one goal is pleasing Charlie Butters. I, I can, appreciate From what I know it. of Mr. Thorne, his first goal is to please Charlie oh, Butters. Oh, for sure. For sure. He, I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, and I make sure that he knows I appreciate it by buying you know, my ringside ticket, going and doing the meet and greet, spending that money. Sure. Uh, so that it's it's worth him bringing them in because yeah. it's, it's hey brothers, I'm gonna need you to personally start asking for the booty shorts for AIW. Then <laughs> All right. no one listens. No one's listening to me about it. So you you seem to be the th- person that makes things happen. So let's yeah. Let's I get mean, you know, we've got to find seats because of me. Break. We've got higher prices on merchandise because of me. There's all kinds. It's, it's I I have caused so much ridiculousness in AIW. <laughs> all yeah. because of me. So you're welcome, everybody. You're welcome for all of it. You're all welcome for, for that horse shit that just came out of Charlie Butter's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> you're all welcome. <laughs> What's next? All right, go for oh, intermission. So I did rewatch and there were some more promos. Yeah, there were a ton of and promos. And there's one we have to talk about wait, because wait, it wait, comes we didn't into get, play. Wait, but we didn't finish the boogeyman stuff at uh at during that that segment. He shoved the worms into Carson's mouth. He shoved the worms into cool ass Andy's <clears throat> mouth. I think. No, it was just a single. It was a single it was, worm. It was a single worm. It was like crawling which, up his face. It was gross. Which Kolak Andy told me tasted kind of like chicken. What can a bad people think? Oh, yeah, because he did. Eat oh, it, wait, so. wait, wait, wait! We forgot. He Boogeyman tosses a bunch of worms into the crowd. He oh broke, yeah, he broke his in. clock over his head and then threw it into the crowd. So there was glass, <laughs> blood, and worms in the crowd at one point. Which I'm sure, I'm sure Thorne was Somebody just said it's real glass. Him. Someone says he smashes a real glass clock yeah, on his head. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's insane. Why would you do that? Why? He's the boogeyman. He's the boogeyman. And, He's and coming to get you. I guess. Yeah. 59 years old. He doesn't give a fuck. He 59 years old. It took him head. 30 minutes to get to the ring. And uh, Carson <laughs> stayed in the ring the whole time for some reason. Wait, I give boogeyman a lot of credit. You know why? Because he hit the stage at one point when he was chasing Carson and he jammed up on this like the carpet 
mm-hmm. but he didn't accelerate. He's got like that. He had like a very old school mentality. He slowed himself down and he didn't fall. He got himself off. I liked it very much. I, I boogeyman, another professional watching in there. It's amazing. I did not get a chance to watch this back. Tell me about the promo hit intermission. So we get, we get yeah. one with, uh, uh, Bishop and Lawler, which was you know. absurd, by the way, the two of them trying the to game plan the big tag team match. Yes. Yes, so that plays a lot into what we see in that match later on and a lot of the things that we chanted because we were told about the promo. So we kind of had like the insides on it. So when they were doing stuff, we got why they were doing it. I like when there's another one too. Yeah, I like what Tom Lawler gets out of Josh Bishop. Tom Lawler gets it. He just gets it. The Mm -hmm. two of them are playing Connect Four on a big Connect Four board or whatever. And Bishop is goofy, but also like has like an intensity to him. I like the two of them together. I like the interaction a lot. I thought it was amazing. Let's see. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head in order. There was a Mikey promo with more of his. Uh, little, he was trying to decide on the mask. There was like kind of like a quick 20 second thing. Um, there was a Dom promo. It was Dom talking about wrestling Ultimo Dragon, and there was a there was a money shot promo um, with all them together and Eric Taylor. Um, and there was a, I think there was a Broner promo for a bit. Um, and there, there was a few, there was a, a few other things. They did the school commercial and all that stuff. There was the, so, um, there was a different Magnum CK promo. Oh yeah. And that was actually really good. Uh, with his, his conspiracy theories. Right. About... He did some improving on all the opponents in the match. Talked about how Josh Bishop is a flat earther, but it's only cause he, he can't, he can't think in three dimensions. He's only two dimensional. <laughs> I'm going to go back to watch this now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and there's a Derek promo, and in the middle of the Derek's promo oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> comes in filthy Tom, acting like him and Derek are going to be teaming up now. Right, right. Katie and Derek his face and Katie on. are just like fucking befuddled during all of this. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. It was the AIW has become as starting to do that very, and then they very kick, well, and then they kick him out and they just finish the promo. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a way they could set something up uh, at the show so we could see these during intermission. Yeah, that would be cool if they had um if they had stuff like that. Unfortunately, a projector you know, or something so we could watch yeah. them because I would love to see these. Like, especially if they're adding like bits to the to the matches and stuff. If like we if if Snitch and Ed wouldn't have came and told us about it, we wouldn't have known what the promo was. So fucking guy, like, what was going on? Snitchy McSnitcherton. Yeah. So, anyway, anyway uh, what do we come back with? First match coming back from intermission was Eric Taylor accompanied by the Duke against Big Cam Holloway. And the match starts with Cam doing a dive onto the Duke and basically taking Duke's bump card for the year in one shot. Yeah, I did that. Then he threw him into the, the barricade, which we weren't ready for, and Pam fucking got her knee smashed. Big Sam is the best. He's and, uh, Honestly, I'll say it every week. Big Sam is... I just... I want to see him succeed. I just love that dude. Yeah, he uh, he came out looking like a beast again. Like you know, he had he he roughed up Duke. He went in the ring, fucking went to town with uh, Eric Taylor. Uh, Lots Duke. of uh, Cardona style shenanigans in this one again. Yeah, but you know what? But yes, I was gonna say because we talked about this at the Jaylet review, um, our Jaylet review, and I really like what they did here, where it seemed like that's what was gonna happen again, but they completely like flipped it around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And I like that Big Sam, you know, was able to combat that. I did. I liked it a lot. And I like what they're doing with him because you want to keep this kid on the radar because he's going to be gone before you know it. He's that good. 
so yeah they you know he ended up uh taking on the entire uh money shot cassius king squad and uh and putting eric taylor away and uh after that you know that he got jumped again and pme came out and made the save and it started right into the next match which is PME. which i thought was good that actually was uh, i i picked my head up for a second and all of a sudden they were in the next match which was which was kind of fun flow there yeah uh it reminded me of that ecw episode that jayhawk made me watch um yeah and uh, i really like that segment so yeah. I, I really dug that they kind of went right into the next match with it of course steve guy uh wasn't prepared and kind of like just threw it out there uh that it was you know happening that it was the next match or it was a match that was happening well we got pme with no fonzie against money shot for the aiw tag team titles yeah the funny part is like yeah these guys not prepared for it we kind of throw out there like a tag team title match one fall 30 minute time limit and justin come and make the comment well who get it i don't know who who and I went, I'm just amazed that he took the time to say it had a 30-minute time limit. Like, it got any shot in hell of going 30 with all the action we've already seen. Well, yeah. now we're just quiet. Wow. Well, I'm just I, waiting. I'm waiting to hear what, what your opinions are on the match, because I, I, I thought it was a very well-done match. I'm not a huge Money Shot fan. I love PME. Um, I think we're all in that same boat. I think we've all talked about we're in that same yeah, boat. Yeah, yeah. But I thought the match was really good. I had no issues with it. I like what they did with, you know, how they how they did everything. Well, they um, hit a moonsault. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody was on. Like, I really, I enjoy, I enjoyed that whole like flow into the next match thing. I just, I liked it very much. The one perk, and my wife took picture of an entire show with Philly, and I kind of looked at her, and went, "Philly, really?" She's like, "Oh, I got a coworker that love that love big hairy guy." Okay, whatever. <laughs> Maybe she's talking about herself, Jayhawk. You better get I, your shit together. Well, she she stuck with me for eleven years at this point, so I I I think I'm safe. At least, until, at least until the younger turned 18. After that, all bet girls. off. <laughs> so, yeah. Take some future planning. This was, this was, uh, yeah, this is a thing that happened. And, of course, you know, Duke making his way back out. That's what he does. Listen, that's his gig. That's what he does. Yep, and the bike pile driver getting the win for money shots. If only um, there was someone to neutralize him, though. Somebody with a whistle. Oh, we thought we were getting that. and He could have been funky. booked elsewhere, you know. They're, maybe they're building. This is. They're, I, I, I feel like they're building to that, or maybe I don't know what's going on. I would yeah. assume. We'll find Duke out. also sure. mentions Fonzie in the Cassius King promo. Mm, okay. okay. From there, I think this was my favorite ma- favorite match of the show, just for the absurdity of everything. The Fatal Four Way match. I thought it was a tag team match. Yeah, the tag team. Get it right. It, it, it was. A- it was advertised like a four way match. Yes. Magnum TK, Derek Dillinger, Joshua Bishop, and T.L. Hopper yeah, were the Tom 12 Lawler people Hopper. that got that fucking yeah. reference. Filthy Ho- T.L. Hopper. Yeah, filthy Tom Lawler Hopper, yeah. yeah for the, the best part is my wife going, what's he doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I can't explain it to you if you don't already know. Like, if, yeah, like I think that one, and if the, you don't get it, you don't The plunger was it. a real plunger from the venue. So Gross. I still think Magnum's intro is is one of my favorites. I, I, yeah. I've been I've been cap- captivated by it since I first saw him many years ago. I, Magnum, uh... guy's great. He really is great. He just does things in the ring that like you don't have to you don't have to overthink what he's doing in there. He does some great moves, um, and he he manages to like make you understand what's happening and where everything's going. I, I just I enjoy watching him in the ring. And, you know, just, you know, Derek playing with the big boys is always 
And uh, and it, it was that match was just it was pure mayhem. It was there was just some wild shit going on all over the place. It was it was just the perfect style for those guys. I think they all wanted to kind of spread their wings a bit. I enjoyed it very much. So Filthy Tom and uh, Josh Bishop against the production here. <laughs> um, I really think that we need to see Filthy Tom and Josh Bishop face off in a uh, spin the wheel match sometime soon. Uh, I agree. And I think, you know, it. it's like, like that joke that, you know, you keep doing it. Oh, no, it- no, no. Stop, stop, stop. What? I've said this like 5 million times. You're not going to say it. It's like the fucking bit in The Simpsons where Sideshow Bob steps on the rake and it's really funny and then it's not funny for a long time. And then it's the fucking funniest thing. Don't you dare steal my thing. It, it wasn't The Simpsons I was going to say. It was like the Family Guy thing is what I was going to say. Fuck you. And then, but here's how we make it cool again. We bring in cool ass Andy to spin the wheel. That's how we make it cool again, is we get cool ass Andy to spin the wheel. They should do it, do a spin the wheel, make the deal match, but just have the wheel with whatever stipulation they want to fucking do. Have cool ass Andy, have cool ass Andy suspended on the wheel. So his arms and legs are all tied up on the wheel and he spin cool ass Andy. I think there should be five wheels and they spin them all at once. (laughs) They have to spell something. They all have letters. (laughs) <laughs> and then they have to solve a puzzle right <laughs> i would watch it's a little this. more like uh, you're not, of the you're not deterring me from wanting to see this still you're, it's, <laughs> then this they is would fun. have to go into rooms and find uh artifacts and you know when they put the artifacts together then they'll have a match at the end and then and there's gonna be an arcade what they challenge. really should do is they right. should they gotta get the, that, they gotta the get day the off they should go to an too. escape room together and have to solve an escape room together first. Then they ha- then once they do that, then they have to get to the show. I'd be all for that. If they had to solve an escape room together, that would be amazing. <laughs> well, if they don't, though. Then they don't show up on the show. Right, then they're off the show. They have until the end of the show to figure out the yeah. fucking escape room. You keep yeah. going back to it every once in a while. Mars, yeah, what man. was the name of the show, by the way, that you just mentioned with the arcade? I forgot what Nick it was. Arcade? Nick Arcade. Okay, okay, it was we've mentioned- the worst games, by the way, that they had to find they had to hit the high score. We so, mentioned like every Nickelodeon game show ever. Just trying to explain yeah. that was the first showing of Sonic the Hedgehog two. That Alter Beast, you had to go forward and and hit the high score in the thirty seconds. Oh, I love that. So anyway, we're talking about wrestling. We started off this match with Filthy Tom and Bishop uh, doing rock paper scissors to see who's going to go first uh, in this tag match. Um, it ends up breaking down to where the production just attacks them and they all fight everywhere. Uh, other really great moments during this, uh, Derek yelling, eat my ass. And then, uh, <laughs> filthy actually eating his ass. Um, there was a, oh, you don't see chant for Magnum. There was a, a chant for somebody to suck Magnum's dick. No, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was, that was a thing. Um, I started a tag team wrestling chant at one point, uh, which I thought was fucking awesome to go. That, on did, with come, this. that did come through on the, uh, did it? Yes. It's the best. I loved it. I popped myself for that one. That was good. This is a real, this is probably my favorite match of the night. This was just a blast. It's probably my one A between this and members only. This one is next. Um, yeah, this was uh, this the four of my favorite guys. So I can't I can't complain at all. Just, yeah, there's a lot of good Tom stuff. Tom Waller just doing crazy shit is my favorite thing in AIW now. Like I can't. It's wait always to just like gonna do. I just it's always a treat when he's on the show because you never like. You it's know, not, like it's, it's not gonna Tom be Lawler. You're fun. getting something with him. It's never yeah. gonna be just Tom Lawler. It's, it's, right. so it's fucking sweet. 
Right. Whether he tweaks his song that he comes out to or his tights or, you know, he's always doing something different. And that's what that's what's amazing about him. I think, you know, that's why I have a hard time not understanding why I have a hard time understanding why companies won't give him that shot, because you're going to get something different every time from him. Why wouldn't you want that? I mean, I think that this is just for him to entertain himself at AIW. And I think it's entertaining the boys and everybody else, too. But it shows range. But I think, yeah, I mean, like he, but he is also like, he can, like when he was in New Japan and like what he, what he does in New Japan is a whole different beast, which is great. Like you can get that serious Tom Waller there, but we can have fun, fun, you know, fun loving Tom Waller here that like can have a dumpster match with CPA yeah. and then turn around and like be a, a, a peep show uh, guy flashing people <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, a, a plumber or whatever else. Like it's just, that's that's Tom Lawler. Like when he comes to AIW, it's just, you don't know what you're going to get for Tom Lawler. You're going to have a good match and he's going to, and he'll be solid in the ring, but you're going to get like a goofy character of Tom Lawler. And it's always fucking hilarious. Yep. And it's right up my alley of like how I like my wrestling. So ever did ever did the triptyque and the Odeon that we've, we've seen the kind of Tom Lawler and it's been fucking great. Derek Dillinger gets the win. Now this was teased as possibly a number one contenders match by John Thorne on the Carter's going to change. Yeah. Uh, so we may find out more about that later on. Der- Derek wins by kicking Magnum in the deck and rolling him up. That's correct. Yep. The same dick that we were all trying to tell somebody to suck in the match. You keep D- Derek just turned the crowd wrong. I hear he heard kick him dick instead of cuck him dick. Oh. Yeah. Could have been real awkward if he, if he, if he heard it right. <laughs> Derek just completely burning his past and. You know, maybe maybe they'll come back to haunt him. We go from there to our MI main event. Josh Prohibition, Matt Croc, Dominic Garini, again, Mikey Montgomery, Trey Lamar, and Ultimo Dragon. What a crazy match to put together, by the way. Crazy. It just, Ultimo Dragon is is timeless, which is just, uh, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm stunned by how long this guy's been around. And it's just, and just he, the people he's wrestled, the life that he's lived. It's crazy. The minute uh, Matt Cross got in the ring and he's like, I want him. And uh, I started an Ultimo chant and uh, it was great. Yeah. Ultimo Ultimo Dragons is great. He is. He's just, that's just something you want to, you want to see that guy doing. I don't, I'm not really sure how it furthers a lot of things, you know, what they're doing, except for, you know, you had Dom at the end. There was some cool stuff there and I like where that's going. Um, But as a showcase for some Ultimo Dragon stuff, it was just amazing. I love it. I think it's just a good excuse to have, you know, everybody share a ring with Ultima Dragon and get the most yeah. out of it. Yeah. But then also, like, you can split off from this. Like, obviously, we're going to get Dom and Shaw against uh, 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 the uh, euthanasia uh, combo there. So, like, that's going to be a thing probably for Hell on Earth. Um, I'd, like, I'd like Dom versus J-Pro for Hell on Earth. I think it's going to be a tag match. I think Shaw's going to be ready. And why not? You know, like, Shaw came out at the beginning with Dom to lead Dom to the ring. So, I feel like... It's going to be a tag match. Um, I'm really hoping we somehow get Alec Price and Trey Lamar at Hell on Earth. I think that singles match would be fucking incredible. And I oh, know yeah. a lot of people want it, so I'm really hoping that happens. Yeah, that would be great. And, I'd love uh, to see Alec you know, Price. Who do we think? Who do we think Kenta's going to wrestle? D- oh, yeah. That I mean that could be a spot for Dom if for whatever reason J Pro is not available. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, maybe not. He's going to wrestle. You're going to get a full. There's no way he doesn't give you a full match. So we better get, we better brainstorm and and think, you know, you know who would be perfect? I assume they may have it. But I'm saying for our own own sake. For our own sake. But like, you know who I think would probably be the guy 
and it's the aforementioned filthy Tom Lawler. Just let them beat the shit out of each other. If anybody could do it, it'd be Tom Lawler. Japanese style, New Japan strong match. He was the New Japan strong champion. Put them in the ring together. Let them beat the holy piss out Did of each they other for 30 do minutes. anything for New Japan strong? I can't remember. Yeah. No, Might well, as well. Dude, it's Kenta, there. Kenta was the New Japan strong champion. He lost to Eddie. And Tom Lawler had it. And Tom Lawler had it. He lost it to somebody else before but, that. But that's what I'm saying. You might as well just let the two of them just just I go guess. crazy. I yeah. was kind of hoping it was going to be Dom and Kenta because I think that would just be a really great matchup to see in person. But if they're going to tease that other thing, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know now. Interesting. I'm kind of torn on to, that. Now, now I want to see it happen. I want to see Filthy Tom and uh, and Kenta go. Filthy Tom and Kenta, at least according to Cage Match, have never had a singles match, but they have been on Optic kind of like a tag three times. That would be great. Okay. Come on now. That would be great. They would really beat each other up. It would be one of those matches that you wouldn't want to miss. They'd probably talk about that on the indies for a while. Yeah, I'd still like to see Dom versus Kenta, though. Yeah, no. Well, I like to see Dom versus everyone. I, I enjoy it because I think Dom is amazing, but yeah, Filthy Dom, Tom and Kenta is my, it would, be my, would be my choice. Yeah, Dom was my first thought when they announced Kenta on the card, but there's any number of ways they can go with it, especially if we are taking... At the very least, we're taking Dom against J-Pro if we're not taking that tag. I think it's the perfect way to use somebody like Almo Dragon, though. You really, you know, you know Almo Dragon Cage, you don't know if he's going to be able to give you a full King Oak match or not. You throw him in a kickman tag. Right. He can do come, he can do come with signature stuff. He doesn't have to be in there that long. Yeah, other guy get a chance to share in with him. That, that's perfect. He got to, I got to see him do that cool jumping back kick thing. Yeah. I was, I was really like, hoping that my go-to strike in WCW NWA. I was hoping to see him do that <laughs> that weird like thing where like the guy tries to backdrop him and he does the roll over their back that he does. I was hoping he's going to do that and he never did it, but it was all right. It's hard when you start to get older. Some of those moves just don't oh, I'm come sure. as I'm sure. flow as well, right? But it was Mikey Montgomery, Trey Lamar, and Ultimo Dragon getting the win after communication between Dominic Greedy and Josh Prohibition, and Dom and Jay Pro are arguing after the match to cut up whatever I- they're going to be doing in the future. I like that intensity out of J-Pro. I like J-Pro not necessarily having to come out and smile the whole time. I like that very much. He was pissed. I like to see that. Yeah, I I, I like the fact that they played the off like it was a babyface baby face match, but Dom, J-Pro, and Croc were just a little bit more aggressive. Like, they weren't full heel. Yep. But you could tell that they were being kind of heelish. I like how they played that throughout. And then I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna be anything in the long run, but uh, Alberti also made a comment on commentary as they were, like when Dom and J Pro were having their little spat about how at least Dom's here every day. So I don't know if you know maybe I yeah I don't know I'm I think it's these things too much maybe. Yeah, well, J Pro inclined to Dom will come along along the line of you're the you're the head trainer around here, act like it. Something yeah. along Luke so. yeah. Okay, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear exactly what he said. So okay, that makes sense then. And from there, we go to our main event, the Absolute Championship on the line. Chuck Stone, who earned the title shot with the win in the Fonky Tournament, taking on the champion, Ikea Broner. Look at the one match that actually left the ring and went through the crowd. Can I, can I say something real quick about Broner? I think, okay, I'm going to give Chuck uh, a ton of credit here because here's, here's something that I don't think we've seen enough of, and I can't wait to see more of it. When Chuck gets in the ring and he goes right at Broner and the two of them are shouting at each other, Isaiah Broner's intensity is this quiet, like, beast of a man. And you don't see him, like, lose his cool often. But I really enjoyed seeing Broner kind of lose his cool and really get into Chuck's face. 
And Chuck brought that out in him. And I give Chuck full credit because that was a really smart move. They have not showcased that like almost maniacal side to Broner. Like he was, he was heated. Like you could tell he was like not his normal. He was not his normal, like calm, cool, collected. You know, I'm just going to go out there and kick your ass self. He got heated. And I don't think we see that enough. And I was really glad to see it. And I think it adds a nice layer to Broner. You see it later. We'll talk about it later of the aftermatch. I really like that Chuck got that out of him. We're all just going to sit here in silence again. I, I, yeah. Oh, no, I thought Jayhawk was going to go back to talking about I was the, like, I can't wait for coming to comment on what you've got. Yeah, just well, big beanie man slopping meat. You know, Chuck's had this, like, new attitude since the hardcore tournament. It's been great. He's got his new little entrance music, uh, which is Yellow Wolf, which I don't know why he would choose that, but all right. Um, yeah. But he wasn't afraid. He he was like one of he. I like to see a challenger come up in wrestling and is like, you know, you don't scare me. Like, you're not that guy. Like, as much as you want to be that guy, you're still not intimidating to me. And I really liked how Chuck did that. And I liked how Broner responded. I just thought mm-hmm. it, it was a really good visual that you haven't seen that enough from Isaiah Broner. You've seen a lot of the brooding, you know, big, scary dude. But for him to lose his cool, I think it just added another layer. Yeah, but they took this one out in, into the crowd. Chuck's dad gets involved for a little bit there. I'm actually really very surprised with that, but you didn't have a lot of uh, crowd fighting. Very little blood. A guy from the Boogeyman Command, I don't think we call any blood on this show. I think Thorne was talking about how blood was going to be an issue that they were going to talk about. He mentioned it on the podcast. Um, I don't think the guys are going to do as be as nuts as they used to be. I think there's been some issues. But no, and I, I think you that's didn't a good need thing, it. Honestly. Yeah, you didn't need it. You got the point across. You know, the, the, they were beating each other up. They weren't like, you know, breaking glass on each other's head or anything. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all. It's just an observation I made. We've seen so much blood the last couple shows, and there were virtually none on this show. Yeah, it's just yeah. some good old-fashioned fisticuffs. Yeah. Yep. And especially since you're getting more and more kids coming to these shows, too. I'm, I'm kind of glad to see them getting away from that a little bit. Yeah, you're 100% right. And we get, so this can end up being, actually, I actually would not expect it to be as good as it was. I'm very happy how how both guys played it. Chuck Stone, go for a coast-to-coast. Eat the lariat on the way down. Broner gets the pin. He didn't just he didn't just eat a lariat. Isaiah Broner put his forearm and threw Chuck put it through him like it was devastating looking. And it was probably the only way you were going to see him beat Chuck. It was a, it was a smart way to do it. And then the shenanigans start. Yeah, he uh, he used Chuck's momentum against him, basically, to get that yeah. win. So yeah. it's just a smart move. Uh, yeah. Yes. Then the shenanigans started. Money shot comes out. starts jumping our champion. And I was like, oh, here we go. I thought, I, I thought it was going to happen. I didn't because I didn't follow up with everything. I was I was like, no, no, don't do it here. Not yet. And and good Lord. Yeah. Go ahead, Jayhawk. Eric Taylor come out. E.T. is cashing in. And I hear Bronin able to make the comeback before the bell rings. So the cash in does not happen. That's like the most wildest, like non cool way to say what happened. Jayhawk. Yeah. 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 He yeah. Was, he, he, they yeah. were he was hundred percent prepared for this cashing to happen and Broner fucking hit him. Well Broner was beat to shit and killed he, he him. thought Broner was out. And they and, fucking carried him out and pulled the ref out and said, Never mind. Yeah. Ready to put a move on. Uh referee Charles Van had the was getting he ready was to like, go. Just about ready to <laughs> right. But Taylor runs across the ring. Broner comes to, takes his fucking soul from his body. They drag Eric Taylor and Charles Van out of the ring and say, nope, forget it. We're good to go. They carry his <laughs> lifeless corpse 
out of the ring. Yeah, I have that to assume they're awesome. doing. I have to assume they're doing the role where you have to be on your feet before the bell ring. But a long time went by between the time it, Taylor got on cashing in and the time he ended up getting knocked down. Well, but he could come in, beat the shit out of him, and then go. I'm cashing in. He doesn't have to tell him right away. He just came in to beat the piss out of him, and then was like, "Okay, now I'm doing it." So it, it made sense. I just love how they. How Duke's just like, whoop, nope. And he just pulls Charles Man out of the ring. It was awesome. He didn't ring the bell yet, so it didn't have since nope. start. Yep. Yeah, the, the rule okay, you can cash in at any time. It doesn't say you can cash in any time when the champion caught his feet. They should have rang the bell. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. Uh, I don't agree, but okay. Oh, you have the official AIW rules for that? He is a, in a Hall of Fame ref. Well, AIW's rules are different than WWE's. So, I mean, maybe that's what it is for their money in the bank, but that's not what it is for, for the jail at cash, and you don't know that. WWE can't make up their mind what the fucking rolling either. It doesn't really matter. Well, you're the one trying to quote rules here, Jayhawk, when, I mean, you don't, you don't just, referee I'm, I'm IW. Just, you don't have their handbook. The, you don't know. The way, it, the way it had been explained by commentary is you can cash in at any time. If they've made, if they've made any kind of caveat that what well, a champion's got to be ready for the, for the cash in, champion got to be on his feet, they've never said that. I will, I, I will work it that way. How's that? Okay. All right. I don't like you. I don't like you jumping uglies with us, Jayhawk. But okay. I'm throwing that out there. So this but was that- like a sleeper show, man. Like I don't think I got enough like attention. But this show was was top to bottom. Was really Wait, we, fun. We still have the end. We still have the last moment. Good. Okay. We're not There's even done more. yet. Yeah. Uh, that's the secret post part. But yes. Continue. Go. Go. After all this happened, Roner come out and basically tell Eric Taylor he's gonna fuck him up next time he tries to cash in. Yep. The next time, the next time you show up, we'll be on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Just such a killer line. It's a great line. Yeah. Then he think he won called the best competition. He'll take on anybody. And out come Derek Dillinger, who may or may not have been the number one contender after the four-way. And he basically kind of got to hell on earth. He's going to take the belt. And we've got our main event for hell on earth. Basically cut. I can't have Derek Dillinger absolute championship. I am there for it. Dude, I was I was squealing. I was so excited. I was like, this is fucking awesome. I was waiting to figure out, you know, what was next sort of for 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 any of them. And, I, you know, you forget Hell on Earth is next. So they really need to set it up. And oh, boy, what a great fucking main event for Hell on Earth. By the way, this this I don't know if anybody noticed this was a non Jocelyn show. I was very upset. I didn't have any Jocelyn on this show. Yeah, it's like a bit of a bummer she wasn't on yeah, the show. I miss, I miss when Jocelyn's if Jocelyn's not on because she she just brings an extra la- layer. But yeah, we can have um, we can have two women's matches. Yeah, she was there. She was there. Well, I was very excited that that Derek came out at the end, and I like Broner again. He was exhausted. He was tired of people giving him shit, and he went ahead and just like laid into Derek when he was like, he's like, oh, you took my spot. Quit acting like a bitch or something. I <laughs> love that. It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like see. I like that that new intensity from Isaiah Broner. I like it very much. I, that's he's, what I want. He's got that chip on his shoulder as a champion. I like it. Yeah, and I think Derek will get that out of him too. I think Derek will get in the promos. You'll get a different uh, Broner. I think it'll be great. I, I I love the evolution of Broner over the last year and a half. He had the Guzuki and Kingston match in back to back, and that's where he starts getting noted. Everybody starts noticing what the guy can do in the ring. And now he's letting a personality show, and now he's getting more vicious in the in the ring. I, it, it's perfect how he's been, how he evolved. That's correct. I, I, yep. I absolutely love it. Yep. Don't think it's any secret how we're ending this one, guy. Thumbs up all the way. I'm assuming. Yep. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Five but, chicken fingers. There you go. But Kevin fit chicken fingers in the Tokyo Dome, but 
Oh, chicken fingers sound so good right now. They really do. I had nuggets today at, for lunch, but I had KFC chicken uh, tenders today. Yeah, uh, I was going to say they dinner. don't get this. No, they were the pretty good. I like them. Fingers. Yeah, they're expensive, but they were good. Uh, secret is use the KFC app, and they're like eight dollars cheaper in the app. Ooh, I didn't even realize that until after I had paid an arm and a leg for them, and I was very upset. Mm. Yeah, just that. The KFC drive-through drives me nuts, though. If they have that pre-recorded, yeah, yeah. Would you like to try this today? I would like uh, to hold on, please. We're not ready. Fuck you! Don't put that damn vet fucking vet pre-recorded shit on then. Yeah, it wasn't on on today, so good. And this has been griping with Jayhawk. It has been. It has <sighs> been griping with Jayhawk. Motherfucker I hate that shit. has so much shit that grinds his gears. Oh, coming from you, Captain Gear Grinder over there. I'm sorry. Uh, I have a legitimate complaint. Thank you very much. Oh, shit. Well, what's what's next? We don't. We we're gonna we're gonna go to our uh, to plugs. Uh, I would assume. Well, I didn't know if we had phone calls today. No, we don't. Because Stan oh. didn't bother to call. Stan will call next week. I'm gonna check in with his handlers. Calls calls are more of an interview thing, anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, I dig it. Plugs. Right, you can find me on Twitter at refjhawk, Instagram at jhawk1539. TikTok and Twitch at Ref Jayhawk. Uh, my next re- referee booking will be for Real Action Pro Wrestling October 21st. Don't fear the Reaper for the Ohio Urban Renaissance Center in Youngstown, Ohio, featuring the annual Halloween Costume Battle Royal. One time a year, you can guarantee seeing me in a wrestling ring. Yeah, boy. Pro- and probably not for very long. Come you're dressed as Charlie out. Butters? Is that what your costume's going to be? <laughs> no, but that's a brilliant idea. Yes. For the, for the two people that would get it, and one of them being me. <laughs> You should do it. I I got I got something in mind that I think I think will get people to pop. It can't be like a uh, like a, a Pedro Morales or like Lou Thez costume. Like I know you like to go back <laughs> into the deep cuts. God, now, I I usually do manager, but I am actually doing an, a currently active wrestler on national TV for this year. So okay, then we'll have yeah, to wait yeah, and he's see. Going to be Swerve Strickland. <laughs> Jayhawk is going to do blackface at this show. Is what I'm saying. Well, you know, it'll give us another reason to let him off the next week's show. We'll have to suspend him again, like we did last week. Oh my! I God. am not. I There's am not doing blackface. Overt racism. We're recording this on indigenous pe- on indigenous people day. They want to fucking accuse me of doing blackface. Fuck you, guy. <laughs> Mars, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, OnlyFans, and Blue Sky at eGirlFanboy, boy spelled B-O-I. And I'm not going to shut up about it until it happens. November 15th at Dunlaps. It's Transgiving. I am making my DJing debut. That's the way you say it. Yeah. So, yeah, come out. There's going to be some bangers being played. If you're in the IWGuy Discord, there might be a little preview of that in the music section. Yeah. Patreon.com slash IWGuide. Uh, $5 tier, $10 tier. $10 tier gets you merch along with all the other fun stuff the five dollar just gets you all the fun stuff uh with no merch we have new merch out at Brainbuster tees we have the iw guide championship podcasting logo on a zip up hoodie and on a t-shirt and on hats and a fanny pack and all kinds of other stuff and stickers go spend some money there help us out support us uh i know our friend from sick things clothing is all excited about that hoodie I want to see a sea of these hoodies at uh, Hell on Earth, not just me and Jayhawk wearing them. So and me and 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 Jay Gold. Uh, I'm going to be so when I buy that fanny pack, but she hated the other one. But this one, I, I did the all over print, and it looks really cool. So it does look cool. It does. Uh, yeah. So that's that's all I'm promoting right now. 
All right, you can uh, find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Jiggle12. By the way, to say today, since we're telling some more stuff, we're going to be sponsoring Hell on Earth. So Hell yeah, you'll you'll see us pop up on the uh, on the poster and whatnot. We're always happy to sponsor AIW. I know I am. Maybe um, you'll see Kenta wearing our hoodie to the. That ring. would be fucking amazing. Yeah. It might be my goal to get Kenta to either sport the fanny pack or put on the hoodie. We'll see what happens. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. Check out our Twitter handle, IWGuide1, the YouTube page under construction, and Patreon, patreon.com backslash IWGuide. Don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. As Butters said, we have all sorts of cool shit. We have the, the championship belt. We have the stand from Burlington. We have Marcy's Arcade. We have the um, we have the uh, uh, IW Guide and Derek production pieces. We have the Ziggy stuff. We have wear our faces on your bodies. Get oh, the no, face the, and stickers. The, the Derek thing came down. Uh, okay, I, well, too late for you suckers who didn't get it. But if you but the, the Ziggy the Ziggy shirt's still up till the end of the year. And the Ziggy uh, shirt's awesome to, to get that, and then that will come down as well. That will be exclusive to just her store from then on. Yep. Uh, the Derek one, that's up to him whenever he puts that up uh, again. But uh, it's not available through us anymore because you know him and Ziggy aren't uh, the production anymore. So. But it's still cool as hell. And listen, Stan stuff is up there. There's all sorts of fun shit. So if you want to get some stuff to wear, um, we're working on it. I got a couple other ideas that are going to get thrown up that are just like uh, word specific ones, like one that may say like Jayhawk and Butters and Marcy and Jay Gold, but definitely not you, Stan from Burlington. <laughs> I love that. Um, listen to our podcast, friends, at Odds with Wrestling. The card is going to change. X over and. Hiya, Bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast. Which just put out a new episode and it was really funny. It's wild. Every time I listen to his stuff, I feel like I'm on something. But check out our other friends, uh, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, all that stuff. JCP, he's the man. PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, Michelle Carter and Jose Rodriguez Photography. AJ Small Photography, our buddy over at Six Things, Sick Things Clothing. Check out Sick Things. He's great. He's on our Discord. You want to talk to him? We have a great time. Angry Lemonade and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. I will be at the Creative Pro Show, by the way, on Friday. If anybody's around in Long Island, I'll be at Comic-Con Saturday, New York City Comic-Con, wearing my uh, uh, new IW Guide Championship belt uh, hoodie. If anybody's around, wants to hang out, Come on by. Um, me and my daughter are going to meet Sasha Banks and Britt Baker that night. So if you guys, if anybody's hanging, and then Sunday, I'll be at Deadlock Pro uh, hanging out, hopefully taking a chop or some sort of beating from Dom Garini. <laughs> That's all I got. Quote. Oh, shout out to uh, JCP as well. He has two new designs. One of them is a Young Bucks design that has been on TV recently. And he just they just released a uh, the acclaimed design uh, that he worked on. So he is he's he is a major designer. Like he does stuff for major wrestlers, and then he does stuff for like little shitty podcasts like ours. So he's great. He always gives us a chance, and uh, and we love his creativity. And he helps us out greatly. So check him out. What do we got on a quote? And uh, this week's quote from the great Chuck Taylor. Why does that Garoppolo fella mess with this football stuff? It's like, dude, just go be a model. Go watch, watch independent wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Later. Peace out. Bye. Later, dweebs. 
bitch, I like jet skis. I like getting money, making shorties come and neck me. I like drinking 40s with my motherfucking besties. Talking about he know me, boy, he know he never met me. More money, more problems, but that money got me right. Having overnight, boy, got a name, made him wanna fight. My style so nice, who couldn't like me? The ones who ain't on my team, these rappers copyrighted. They music don't excite me, boy, I hear the same shit. Different niggas, same style, and don't compare me to these rappers when they money counterfeit. Real recognized, real, and I don't see a lot of it. I got 99 problems, and they one of them a bitch. That should let you niggas know that I ain't worried about shit, nigga. Life was simple with the little nine to five Trying to strive just so I can book the studio time Cinco told me everybody gonna know about my dimes Now I hear my music playing while I'm working part time Who that be? Double Lamb OG Hottest in the streets Yeah, that's me I'm the man that your father trying to be Who that be? I'm the nigga that your daughter trying to see Who that be? I'm the rapper that your brother wanna feed from I earn my three stripes like a nigga join the deep does My number and my A can only reach me through a beeper I know they talking about me cause they know I'm not gonna speak Real ballers know to never throw the ball into the bleachers I'm hot little nigga, everybody tryna hit my line Tryna talk, can't waste my time Make niggas rap my lines These hoes just want my shine They don't even know about me But they say they love my guns But I do the same shit Just to get between them thighs Bitch, I'm poppin' My cover in my story like a logo Johnny Stockton, the trending topic It's so ironic These hoes was just tryna call my ass toxic But everything changed when them labels started plotting. Yeah.